Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, Sean Ross Uh Yeah, man, you ain't been doing your homework. Uh, apparently, you said I'm not doing interviews because of lockdown, but that's just not true. You just didn't get in touch with the right people. But don't worry, your boss, uh, Jimmy Van, did that work for you. He did the due diligence and the research for you, and he found me through here. So uh, I just want to give you a shout-out, man. Um, yeah, you know, I, I am sticking to a legit quarantine and we are staying locked down for many reasons not you know just myself but my family and my community um and to be able to set that example but you know hopefully we'll get back to normal soon and i'll be whooping everybody's ass soon and you can be writing all you want on fightful.com about that i'm sure y'all will hate everybody's like why won't he come back when's he gonna come back and then when i come back and destroy everybody they're gonna be pissed but it's all good I'm the best. Yes, sir. <laughs> they should have never given you money. I know. It's great. <laughs> it's absurd. What I got out of that, I would have paid two grand for that. Good God. Abs- yeah, I mean, we have staff we can give raises to if you want, Jimmy, you know. Just saying. <laughs> we're, we're live. We're live. Oh, we're live now? We're live, okay. yes. Okay, I hope they didn't hear all of that. They heard all that. That's what I. That's why I said it. Oh, that's why you said it. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I guess I'll ask you: How does it feel to get scooped on a Roman Reigns exclusive by a non-reporter like me? Not bad at all. Not bad at all. (laughs) The last time you had a scoop, we got harassed in the emails. If you remember. Oh, was that the Bret Hart thing? Yeah, the Bret Hart thing. That was true, by the way. I know it was, and there yeah. was there was a Bret Hart fan that yeah. threatened to violently assault me over it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Bret Hart's people wanted to talk to us because that was a true story that they didn't like that was public. That's yeah. basically what happened. Yeah, well. But, uh, the Roman Reigns things, let me ask you a question. So when, when I posted that, because I didn't give Sean any inkling I was going to do it, and I did it just for, for fun as a joke. When I posted that, what did you think when you saw that, since I didn't say anything? Well, my first thought was, okay, there are going to be some people that actually thought that I reported that he wasn't doing interviews. That was my first thought, which I've never reported that once. Nada. And now he's going to think that I actually reported that. So good luck (laughs) with that. Wonderful. Now my top number one source, Roman Reigns, isn't going to give me news anymore. (laughs) First you pissed off Vince and now Roman Reigns. Right, right. Oh, there man. go your top two sources right there. Well, I I, I got to tell you because Sean was asking me a little bit about like how this happened and stuff. I did it completely as a joke. I did not know that Roman Reigns was going to, as it turned out, feed us a very newsworthy quote. Yeah. Uh, that has done like over forty four thousand views yeah. because he and you just saw people commenting. They're like, "That's the Roman I want to see on WWE yeah. TV. I want to see him talking like that because he he kind of had a little bit of a heel in him the way he was the way he said that." 
But uh, no, I just did it as a joke. He gave us a newsworthy quote. I was telling Sean, he had been unavailable on Cameo. I had looked a few times and he had been unavailable. And I thought, I guess he's not doing it anymore. And uh, I sent a message to Cameo, which they may or may not have received because they didn't respond. Yeah. But then like the next thing I know, Roman's back on Cameo at an increased rate <laughs> after after I'd sent the email. And so I thought, oh, what the hell? And it, the funny thing, too, is it said normally he responds in six days. Yeah. I guess that, that's his average. He didn't mind the next day. The well, next you, day I had it in my inbox. Well, you know, when he's sending a message to me, he's get, he's going to get on top of that. Roman's that kind of guy, you know, top <laughs> top news providing source for Fightful.com, yeah. Roman Reigns. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, it was all in good fun. And I loved it because some people actually were mad saying, I can't believe you'd pay the subjects you cover, you know? Oh, gosh. It was did, a did joke. They really? Yeah, it well, was a joke. I did it for fun. I, I hate to tell I, you guys, Jimmy Jimmy isn't doing much covering outside of this show. No, so. no. I did it strictly for fun, and I did not know he was going to tell us something newsworthy, which is what ended up happening, and that's why that's why the clip went viral. That's funny. That's funny. But, uh, that that yeah. shows how much people don't pay attention, because I've had people saying, oh, would you pay for interviews? No, I ain't got to pay for a goddamn interview. No, it's right. it's a barter. They get promotion. We get content. That's just always the way it is. Yeah, it was just a joke. And, and to be quite honest with you, I went on Cameo looking for Sting, if I'm being honest, because I was going to do one with Sting saying, Sean can't reach Sting, but I did. And I went on there, and he wasn't there, and Roman Reigns was there. And I thought, oh, he's a good one. He's been uh, away for like four months. so I did reach Sting, though. I ran an interview with him a couple weeks ago, Jimmy. Saw that. Yeah. Well, yeah. a reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up, subscribe. Uh, if you're watching live here on youtube.com slash fightful, go ahead and leave us a super chat. We'll read your question or statement on the air, but hey, maybe you want to ask a little bit more. Now, I want to explain something because it used to be, oh, well, you can ask as many questions. Then it was like 10, then five. Now we're rocking three. Fightful Select has exploded. It's done Doing very well. Really awesome. The spirit of my Q&A shows every week, I will make sure that every single person that wants a question answered gets at least a question answered. Uh, unfortunately, I can't hang around for four hours and do it, but uh, we – You can't if it's Quizlemania. Well, Jimmy, do you have do you have anybody's mom around here to hang out with me? Because that, that's, that's the draw. That's the thing. The Dong Lord – Needs all the mothers around here. So if you can go and find some mothers, then then maybe I'll hang around. That's how that's that's the thing. Ollie Davis hits me up and he's like, "Oh, Sean, we're going to have several mothers on the show today." That doesn't sound like him at all, but that, that's what happens. I hit on people's moms on the show. That's my payment. That's my payment. And now they've sent Louis Dangor on excursion to Fightful. The young lion over here doing. Doing some appearances on the Wednesday night show. It's a good time. Don't judge me. You don't know my struggle, Jimmy. Oh, I'm not judging you at all. I we mean, have super anything, chat. We have super I'm far chats. used to you. Tim Traver right. says, thanks, Sean, for sharing the post about me growing my hair out to give it to cancer patients. That made my week even better. Can't wait till Sunday. Going fishing. Will post pictures. I saw he caught one the other day, too. But, yeah, I appreciate that. I'm glad that, that what we did was able to motivate you to do it too. That's why I wanted to do that in the first place. So big thank you to doing that. You were going to make somebody very happy by doing that. And Rob Wilkins says, hey, you never know. Uh, Vince used to call Wade Keller. Oh, well, Vince calls me all the time. Every week on right. Sundays. Uh, he calls me. And on he Sundays. Says, pay-per-view yeah. days. Yeah, pay-per-view days right before he goes, God damn it, pal. This is what's going to happen. Then he says, <laughs> what do you think? Am I doing the right thing? And I say, no, Vince, but you're not going to listen to me anyway. That is completely factual. All aggregators should run with that story. Please report it. Please, Please report, report it. that. Link, credit, source. Thank you. Well, one thing that Roman Reigns did say in that little cameo was that he is still legitimately under quarantine. And that takes us right into our next news story, Sean, because based on what just happened— Was it him getting think, veneers and tattoos and stuff? People were kind of talking about the teeth. I never really noticed. Did he get new teeth? It looks like it. A lot of people commented on that, and I, I, I just wrong. didn't pay attention. I don't know. I, well, I, you know what? I should ask him. I should ask there him. There you go. There you go. Cameo.com. Pull out your credit card, <laughs> and you can ask him. Cool. I'll expense it. <laughs> At expense it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So— uh, the reason that I'm saying that he's probably going to remain under quarantine is because WWE, and I got to tell you, Sean, this stuff is so easy to predict. 
You know what I mean? We called this three months ago. Yes, we did. This is the second time uh, WWE has had a positive test. You did a news video yesterday, June 16. Why don't you just kind of tell me the latest high level, everything that happened, uh, the taping schedule has changed, all this shit. Tell me everything that's going on uh, based on what you know. So Monday night, Ryan Satin had put out a tweet about WWE having a positive COVID test. Within 10 minutes, probably about seven, eight minutes later, WWE had a statement, which means they had that ready. They knew that that news was coming out. Talent immediately messaged me angry that the media was informed of it before they were, and I agree. Uh, not I nor Ryan Satin should know that there's a positive COVID test before the talent. Mm -hmm. uh, the last time, two and a half months ago, this happened was uh, that the talent were informed via an internal talent relations app. And as you know, Jimmy, I knew about that five days before we broke it, but I couldn't get WWE or the person to comment on it. Got my hands on the memo, and I told WWE, hey, we're running a story that this memo was sent out about the COVID test. That wasn't done this time. Talent were learned about it when everybody else did, and I think that's a, a very slippery slope. WWE started to test people today, or, or yesterday rather, and for many people, Jimmy, this was the first test that they ever got. This was the first test that they ever got a hold of, and I told you a story yesterday that I can't really recite on the air. But um, the test results have not come back for everybody yet. And that has caused a delay in filming because they got way behind. Uh, there were people that were sent home at around 2 yesterday and told to come back at 7. There, It's a mess right now. There, there were friends and family of some wrestlers that were allowed in on Monday for the tapings. They are being permitted to be tested as well. It's just all over right now. And I had heard some people say, oh, well, discouraged from wearing masks, not so much. John Alba says that wasn't the case. I'm inclined to believe John Alba. He is a legit journalist in the Orlando area who does a lot of great work, and we confer with a lot of stuff together. It is a mess, Jimmy. And I'm told that the, the talent that tested positive was a WWE developmental talent, not somebody who's on TV. Oh, man. And it just reinforces the belief of people like Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns who weren't coming to work. Yeah, I mean, what can you say except it's irresponsible? Uh, that's the first thing. It's on Vincent Man's shoulders. Uh, I'm also disappointed in Triple H because Triple H, I always thought, had a finger on the pulse. You know, over the last year, you're seeing certain things with Triple H. He's, he's, he's losing my respect a little bit with some of the things that he's done or not done. Yeah. But it's, it falls on Vista Man, maybe Kevin Dunn, maybe Triple H. Very irresponsible. Uh, and uh, there's so many layers to this. I mean, you just mentioned that they had friends and family of uh, PC members there. Is it true that the on-air talent did not know that friends and family members of PC people were going to be at the taping? Some of them, yeah. Some of them had some no ideas. The other ones, there were some others that it was their friends and family, so to speak. Right. Uh, right, right. Because I did a report on FightfulSelect.com where uh, some of the people that were there were legitimately fans. They were people that WWE talent had known from around the Florida Loop and all that stuff. Oh, isn't it funny how Triple H did that media call and they've gotten significantly more company and PC as they've gone along. I don't yes. even want to say PC. Just corporate. Corporate. There you go. And... He said, oh, well, the rapid test isn't that accurate. We're following the advice of doctors. But meanwhile, a test is positive, and they change everything. It's because they thought they could get yeah. away with it. It's the, well, we can't have any positive tests if we don't test anybody thing. It's so dumb and irresponsible. And I went off yesterday because the first thing that people are saying is, when a man AEW, what about AEW? You mean the company that's having people go in and do blood tests before they even hit Daly's place? Yeah, that company. It, New Japan has their, their guidelines outlined on their website. WWE has the most money of any of them from a company standpoint, not a family standpoint. Yep. And they've put off doing this forever. Yeah. Now, is it true that at least one person, when they took their temperature, had a fever and they let them in anyway? As far back as April, I was told yes. And I was – yeah, I can't – I can't really reveal how I know that or where that came from, but – I I was told that specifically, and they did not wrestle. <sighs> and then on top of that, you've got 71-year-old Ric Flair, 
who has a recent history of serious health problems. I mean, he almost died more than once. He's in there, no social distancing, no mask, being involved in the show when he doesn't need to be. And the other thing that kind of kills me about this, and you just kind of mentioned the money, WWE makes north of $10 million a week off of their USA and Fox television contracts. North of $10 million a week they're making. Yeah. And you're telling me that they cannot afford proper testing? To me, it's irresponsible. I don't know if it's arrogance on the part of Mr. Man. I don't know if it's ignorance on the part of Vince McMahon. I don't know if he has this mentality like he thinks, oh, coronavirus is a hoax, like some yeah. people do. It's very irresponsible. WWE is very fortunate that pro wrestling is kind of under the radar when it comes to the mainstream. They're very fortunate because if this was the UFC, it would be all over. It'd be the headline story on the news. And if this was one of the main sports, baseball, basketball, hockey, football, oh, this would be by far the main story in all the news yeah. outlets. WWE's very fortunate that they're able to stay under the radar because uh, it's mind-boggling. And the thing, too, is three months ago, because we've learned as we've gone along, three months ago they thought, okay, temperature checks is the way to go. That was three mm -hmm. months ago. They've since learned that it's not because you can be pre-symptomatic. They've kind of learned now, I think, that you can be asymptomatic and you're not contagious, apparently. But you can be pre-symptomatic, meaning that you have it, but the symptoms haven't shown up yet, and then you're contagious. Yeah. And so the temperature check doesn't really make a difference. Very irresponsible, very arrogant, uh, very stupid. Very. And, uh, and, and again, uh, now I do want to say about AEW, uh, AEW is not entirely in the clear here either. I sure. want to make that clear. Because from what I understand, they've been doing the COVID rapid test. Now, granted, the, test, COVID yeah. Yeah, the COVID rapid test is way better than taking a temperature. Mm -hmm. It's really not even close. It's way better than taking a temperature. But uh, I've done a little reading on this. We talked about it before in this podcast. The rapid test is not 100% accurate. Uh, the accuracy is still kind of a question mark a little bit. And at the same time, they're not doing social distancing. They're not having guys wear masks. They are using high-risk people like a Jim Ross and Art Anderson, Natalia Blanchard, sure. or Jake Roberts. So they're not entirely in the clear, but they're doing better than a damn temperature check. You know? Yes. And, yes. and I, I love WWE's statement where they said, well, masks weren't required because we practiced social distancing. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't. The, the street profits were out there dancing with people. Not just that. The talent was not, when they were standing at ringside, they weren't always six feet apart. No, no. They would oftentimes be standing together because, you know, they're, they're, they're chatting or whatever. I think that they, the way they've handled this is like they just basically just took a crate full of monkeys and opened them up and said, go run the show. Yeah. It's been unbelievable, man. We, that, we had some uh, super chats on this. Rex Joseph Calmerin says, why do Western company or countries have a negative view on masks? As someone from Asia in healthcare, I was shocked learning this. Uh, laziness. Laziness and and people that love to feel oppressed. I mean, let me tell you, I live on the Bible Belt, and angry old white people love to feel like they're being oppressed. They love to feel like somebody's holding them down, somebody's holding them back. They can't put on a mask. I, listen, my wife teaches special education. She has a lot of students that are immun immunocompromised, and I can't fathom being such a selfish piece of shit that you just don't put a mask on for the elderly, for for the susceptible. It is such a stupid, selfish thing. That's what mm -hmm. it comes down to. There, there is a big difference in empathetic and pathetic, and some people don't fucking understand it, and some people just don't care. Some people see empathy as being like some sort of sign of weakness. It's so weird. I do want to mention, and you already alluded to this, but I do want to mention, because I'm really big on uh, sticking to the facts, and I'm really big on debunking inaccurate information. And so I want to, I want to make it clear that there was a, a reputable outlet that claimed that WWE told people, if you don't want to wear a mask, don't come. Uh, and John Alba, as you said, uh, said that that's not true. He said he spoke directly to several people that were at the taping. None of them were told not to wear a mask. Uh, and a lot of them said they wore a mask into the venue and then they felt safe because they had everything sanitized and they had sanitizing, sanitization stations. And so they told John Elba that they felt safe enough to take it off on their own, but they were not told not to wear it. So I wanted to make sure that was out there. Yeah. And one other thing I want to say to the gentleman that sent the super chat, it is a Western mentality, but quite frankly, this is more an American thing. Mm -hmm. uh, because what you're seeing right now, I, I'm in, of course, in Toronto, Canada. Canada, everything is going down. Cases are going down. 
the province of Ontario, and I don't know what the population is, but I know that Toronto alone, uh, the general Toronto area, has got you know close to six million people. Yeah. Ontario's uh, showing less than two hundred cases a day now. Yeah, if you want to relocate me to there to do my work for the summer, <laughs> I'm okay with that. I, I'm sure Kara would be as well. Uh, I'm we sure. Have, we have some more super chats. Richard Henry says, "Nice to have Sean and the Fightful team to have solid journalism and news in this." Uh, I think he, he meant to say sleazy industry. It's pretty rare in any news source. Thanks, dudes. I appreciate that. Uh, we do work really hard, and we want to be accurate above above all else. And th- there ain't no benefit in telling or making up stuff in the ki- type of work that I'm on because then you all won't take me seriously. Anakin says, WWE sells superstar-based masks on their website. They can have crowd wear them to promote them, as most people don't even realize they can buy them. No excuse. That's a smart thing. Exactly. There you go. No That's excuse to thing. not have them be worn stupid. I mean, they have they have these people come out there in the same t-shirt on shop, every, and, and they look like robots because they wear the same piece of clothes every week, but they can't throw right. on a mask? Right. Damn. Right. Mm-hmm. Ernie Vasquez says, Sean, are you tall as the giant ninja? Thanks, Sean and Jimmy, for keeping <laughs> us entertained on Monday. Stay safe, fellas. I'm done with the tall gimmick. I'm done with it. I'm glad because I never liked it from the start. So I'm yeah, well, uh, here's here's something indisputable, Jimmy. It got over. Did it? I mean, people are still talking about it, right? I suppose that's true. Hey, I suppose. Red Dog Radio. Well, say, hey, let, let me finish okay, this, I'll, Jimmy. I'll give you the cue. I'll give okay. you the cue. Give me Red, the cue. Red Dog Radio says five bucks for good info on Fightful Select is too good. What are your thoughts on WWE barely testing this week? I think that's a horrible look, especially because AEW has been super safe about it. Well, we kind of covered that, but WWE should have been doing some testing. I don't care if it's rapid rapid testing or mm-hmm. or more invasive testing. They should have been doing testing before this, especially when you're talking ten million a week in revenue on rights fee deals. Yeah, you talk about being incented, Sean. They're a public company trying to keep shareholders happy. You should be damn well incented. How many times have we talked in this podcast about your talent is your lifeblood? Yes. And I think this man unfortunately forgets that. I, I can't recall what Bret Hart said on uh, Wrestling With Shadows. Didn't he say that they treat them like circus animals or something yeah. in, his, in his opinion? That your talent is your lifeblood, and without your talent, there is no show. I mean, you're getting $10 million a week off two contracts. That's not even everything else that they have. You're getting $10 million a week off, off two contracts. You can damn well afford to do proper testing. It's ignorance. Anakin says, New Zealand proves following guidelines works. Yeah, I have a friend, Samantha, who watches our show, and she didn't even take her ass to McDonald's for a long time, even after she was allowed to. Like, you and you follow the rules, good things happen, and there, there's been a slight uptick since, but the, the slight uptick will happen even when you follow the rules and then reopen because that's just the nature of the virus, but it won't keep happening it's like here people pretend like they can just get bored of it and decide it's over that's not the way that it works not the way that it works throwback 27 check out his podcast on tuesdays at youtube.com slash throwback 27 he says i work every day we have masks gloves and other ppe working on cars i work with the public and we have to sign a form stating that we get a corrective action if we don't wear it WWE need to follow suit Oh, man, it it is sad when Jiffy Lube does a better job than WWE does, and these people are wrestling. Throwback ain't sitting there headbutting somebody repeatedly, (laughs) and he's still got his mask and his gloves on. Damn. In our our last Super Chat, at least for now, keep sending them, guys. Uh, Lee Phillips says... I meant to say Canada would love to have you both here for the summer, Sean. Well, that's solved. That settles it, Jimmy. That settles it. That settles let's, it. Let's get Sean a million-dollar house in Toronto. Let's do now, it. Okay, hold on now. Something big enough for me, my wife, my cats. Give me a little – you know what? I'll even – You're going to bring the cats across. Yeah, of course. Of course. Don't be ridiculous. Got my litter robot. We're good. But you could give me a key to the office. I can go up there and film some stuff, you know. That would just be great for everybody. Can have cats roaming around wild around the office. That would be cool. I could. I would live in the office. I could make do in there. Yeah, that's good. Till we get shut down because that's illegal. Okay. Well. Okay. Who was the rapper that did that? Uh, uh, R. Kelly. I think it was. Now you doing anything a, R. Kelly did? That's for no. Damn I'm just sure. saying he 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 had a living quarters in his studio, and he got in trouble because that's illegal. You're not supposed to do that. I don't want to ever be compared to R. Kelly. <laughs> 
Never. <laughs> I'm just saying he did it. I remember it was on the news at the time. Well, I, I just want to say one other thing about this whole, you know, the whole COVID-19 thing. So right now, especially in the U.S., we're seeing a case spike. Uh, and this could be notable for WWE and for AEW because Florida is one of the states that's seeing a spike right now. Yeah. And uh, to me, you know, there's a couple of reasons for this. I mean, the first one, honestly, is I think government officials are very pressured uh, by the public and by higher government to reopen. Yeah. I think they're I think they're pressured because of budget shortfalls and because of uh, high unemployment and because small businesses are on the brink. Uh, and I don't want to get political. You know, I don't like t- talking politics. But by the way, I'll we talk- got somebody who unsubscribed to Fightful Select just because you said that you don't like to get political. OK, well, that's nice. But I don't. But the one thing that I will do is I will talk fact. I don't like to talk public opinion or uh, yeah. a political opinion, but I'll talk fact. Uh, the president of the U.S. wants to reopen. That's a fact. Florida is a Republican state. Texas is a Republican state. I think they're pressured by higher levels of government to reopen, too. Florida won't and, be a Republican uh, state if all those old people die this month. Maybe, but I, I think that's part of it. And then the other issue, and again, you kind of alluded to it. I think that the for some reason, the public just feels the need to defy orders. They want to defy social distancing. They want to defy social gathering. A lot of people have this anti-government mentality, like they don't want the government to tell them what to do. And so community spreading is happening. Like cases are spiking, Sean. Some states are seeing higher levels now than they did three months ago. We we got a super chat from Khorasami1997 who says, Went to Mexico yesterday for an emergency, but it shocked me that it was hard to see anyone there without a mask. It's a stupid American thing not to wear one. I agree. Hey, you guys aren't going to offend me by saying that it's a stupid American thing. I see stupid Americans every time I walk up and down the street, man. I, the, you go to the corner store and they'll even tell us, you're the only people we've seen all day with masks on. Really? That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Toronto has had some some you know pretty weak moments too. So I'm not going to sit here and defend all Canadians. Yeah. But uh, but I mean, the numbers are the numbers, and cases in Canada are on on the decline. So that's just how it is right now. Uh, Throwback twenty seven says, "Let's get to eight hundred select members, guys. SRS will be wicked happy." He's using that Boston lingo on me with a uh, custom Red Sox jersey. I did say that I would wear one. He lost a bit of a bet and had to wear a Bengals jersey. So I said I would if we get to 800 select subs. That's a pretty, pretty easy thing. Uh, so who's gonna who's gonna perform Judas? I don't know. Jeremy has in- indicated he doesn't want to, but he is a karaoke superstar. I is think he? The, I think the people would love to see Jeremy and Joe do Judas. Maybe if you entice them, Jimmy. What the hell? Why? Why me? How come I? Oh, you're the boss of these guys. Why don't you? Entice? Okay, so you you just sign off on it. Okay, cool. I'll go ahead and add that to their invoices. Brian DeAmbra says, "What a life! What a life!" Brian says, "But Sean, you and R. Kelly were both popular with moms, uh, buddy. I can think <laughs> that uh, if if the people that R. Kelly go after are mothers, then they got started a little bit early. Do not compare me to that piece of shit." Uh, Ultra Real says, "I work in retail. Only a quarter of the customers wear wear masks. If that that sucks, that sucks." Yeah. I don't know. It is kind of like what you say. They just think after a while it's just forgotten. Like all, all of a sudden it just oh, it's goes gone. away. It's yeah. My, my yeah. grandmother, my mom takes care of her a lot. My mom is a nurse at University of Kentucky, and she's like, "When can you all start coming over again?" And I was like, "Listen, I would love to. I would love to be over there. I would love to see my grandmother. I would love to hang out with her for an extended period of time, not from across the yard, essentially." And I was like, "I can't." Just because you're bored of it does not mean that I can just come hang out all day. It's just mm-hmm. not the situation we're in, unfortunately. And Hannah Moore says, went to the store with my three- and five-year-olds. By the way, um, I will fight those kids. She says, we were wearing masks. The worker said, you don't have to wear them. Literally no one else in here does. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. I I, I applaud them for wearing masks because just because everybody else is dumb doesn't mean that you should be. You might need to explain the inside joke of fighting a three-year-old kid for somebody new that doesn't know what the hell you're talking about. No, I don't need to. I'll fight any three- or five-year-old child. I mean, I will. You said an inside joke. I'm very curious as to what you mean by joke. Okay, so uh, what did you think of the greatest wrestling match ever? I thought it was a really great match. I thought it was awesome. Um, The thing is, I I love the Finkel integration. That that made me tear up a little bit. I was like, okay, oh, that Sean, was cool. Softy. 
That's yeah, cute. but I mean, he, he recently passed, and that was really awesome. I thought it was very stupid to have the MSG mic in an Orlando, an Orlando venue. It's because they were going for the classic. I get it. Know. I love yeah. the ref wearing the old gear, and I thought the match kicked a bunch of ass. It was funny. Somebody sent said to me, they were like, wow, them naming this the greatest wrestling match ever like it, it actually lowered expectations of the match. Then they blew those expectations out of the water. So they landed between greatest wrestling match ever and what people thought was actually going to happen. They landed right in between. I don't know how anybody could be disappointed with that match. Because if you went in thinking it was legitimately going to be the greatest wrestling match ever, one, you're dumb because you can't determine that thing ahead of time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I really liked it. I like the story of it in terms of, you know, at first Edge can't keep up to Orton. Yes. Uh, I thought that was interesting. And then the use of all the classic finishers from different wrestlers, you know, I thought that was all interesting too. The only thing, of course, that I didn't like about it and, and the reason why to me it'll never be in the conversation for greatest match is because it was an edited match. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to just being done live from start to finish kind of thing. But, I mean, if you're just looking strictly from entertainment value – I thought it was pretty good, and I and I got to say, Randy Orton. It's not often anymore that you see him motivated, you know what I mean. And and he's acknowledged himself that he's kind of half-assed his way through uh, a lot of years. He to me was great. He was he was engaged. He did you see how quick he was moving? Yeah, he was at awesome. the start. Like at the I don't know, I can't recall the last time I saw him moving that quick as he was at the beginning when they were telling the story that Edge couldn't keep up to him. He uh, he looked very engaged, very motivated. Uh, the the uh, legend killer Randy Orton is freaking awesome. Oh, I and, love it. Uh, the thing I, I love I, is I that too. he is a legend now. Eventually, he's got to do something self-destructive, and the story has to be that the legend killer killed himself type of thing. Right. Uh, right. Anakin JMT brings up a good point. Do you think without the greatest wrestling match ever tag, the match would have been as good? It got so much goddamn buzz for this show, Jimmy. Just facetiously or pessimistically it caused a lot of buzz for this show so it's hard for me to disagree with WWE putting that tag on there was it stupid yes but from what they wanted to do create buzz and help their seo for that particular topic i i can't disagree with their decision to do that i I think that it was pretty smart after all that it, it could be smart and stupid at the same time it's a stupid tagline because for obvious reasons. It's mm-hmm. smart for business. So what did you think about that? Uh I think SEO didn't enter the equation at all. Cause uh this man doesn't know anything about that shit. I, I think it was just one of these quick you know, because he, he thinks his stuff, changes his mind, thinks his stuff, changes his mind. I think it's just something he came up with, decided to run with it. I do think that he knew enough uh as far as the reaction he was gonna get. I'll give Vince Man that much credit. I think he knew that there was going to be a lot of people like chuckling about it, but he knew that it would get a reaction. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I, I think he did it in large part just to kind of get a reaction, but I don't think SEO played, it, uh, played into his mind at all. Well, I mean, I don't know about his mind, but somebody's yeah. mind it played into, and now every single thing on Google, the first page, greatest wrestling match ever, is about this match. Except, sure. Oh, yeah. Especially it, right now. Sure. Except for one article. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From Cleveland.com, 50 greatest wrestling matches of all time. Oh, really? That's it. That's the only thing. Uh, <laughs> Rob Wilkins says, I'd wear a Fightful face mask, 
I read a lot of lawsuit material against WWE. It seems like a waste of time. From what I've read, a ton of potential hearsay. And, yeah, we're, we're going to get to that for sure. Kurosami 1997 says, Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan should get out there until they test a lot more. They should not put their pregnant wives at risk. Where do you stand on that? Uh, I Well, I agree uh, on a couple of levels. Uh, Daniel Bryan is considered immunocompromised, I believe, or, or high risk because of his medical history. And he's got uh, autoimmune disease. I can't remember what you call it, but he gets the pigmentation disappears in his skin. Ah, uh, um, I... He has that. And so given that, I agree. Like, I'll be quite honest with you. Daniel Bryan's not an idiot. No, he's a and very smart guy. I Read his book. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. Oh, it's amazing. I am surprised given knowing what we know now, knowing that to this day they were only doing temperature checks, knowing that they were kind of ignoring the results on certain people, all of that. I'm kind of surprised that he kept coming to work, quite honestly. He's He's, got enough stroke that he can stay home if he wants. He seemed like the kind of guy that would would just not do it, that would just not go to work based on on that type of stuff. Yeah. And I, yeah, I am a little bit of surprise, a little bit surprised that that he did. Uh, I and am too. Throwback twenty seven says, as for the greatest wrestling match ever, that match, uh, the camera work made it feel like an old school boxing fight. Also made it feel like a Rocky movie with angles even above the camera angle. I did at least when they since they taped it, Jimmy. I did like some of the the video or camera angles that they utilized. Now there were some. Like the one underneath them as they locked up. Yes. <laughs> like, come on. Yes. Come on. I think they use that a few times on landings too. That that like double like a like a double suplex stuff like that. Yeah. And it reminded me of like uh, uh, Thunderlips. Thunderlips dropping the elbow or dropping the leg yes. or whatever. Kind of reminded me of that. But it was what it was. I mean, again, I'll never. For me, it will never be in the conversation of greatest match because it was edited, like I said. But it was, it was entertaining for sure. And Hannah says it's Vitiligo. I have it. I had it when I was younger. I haven't had anything. I haven't dealt with it in a long time, though. Like probably in about ten years. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what Daniel Bryan has. Yeah. Do you want to get into this the Saudi stuff? Uh if you want, I wasn't going to get into it mostly because I just I don't think the lawsuit's going to go anywhere. I mean, I think it's pretty pretty clear out there. I mean, it's been a pretty heavy topic. People just talking about yeah what's what's going on and and a wrestler who left in April of 2020. I mean, it ain't hard to figure out who it is. I mean, Quite you could frankly. definitely look at the list because because uh, they claimed that they were on the what did they say the top ten list of guys that they tried to get back early to make TV. So it wouldn't be hard to kind of do uh you know uh, look at the list and kind of cross people out. Yeah. But I mean, everything covered in that lawsuit uh, I think was pretty much already known. I think the only thing to me that was new was confirmation, and I and I got to use that loosely because again, yeah. this is coming from a former employee. Uh, who heard it from somebody else as opposed to from Vince McMahon directly. But it's kind of confirmation that Vince was uh, having uh, a problem with the uh, Prince and that uh, money was owed and that Vince did cut the feed because of money owed. All of that was kind of known. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, we'll see what happens. So this is the Oklahoma Firefighters Pension Fund. Uh, there's a class action going on. I can't recall how much they're, they're, they're looking to get. But it's a class action claiming that information was withheld such as the uh, the status of the Mena television deal. Yes. Uh, that's kind of the focal point of it. And then they talked to this former WWE employee who uh, confirmed that there was an issue with the Saudi government. And I don't know. I just don't think it's going to go anywhere. But it's, it was interesting, I guess, listening to some of that information. Petalron6 says, keep up the good work. If you can, wouldn't mind getting some merch. Hey, man, if you want to send – instead of sending Super Chats, we got shop.fightful.com. But uh, if if you're located in the states, might be able to send you a mug. I hate sending those goddamn mugs out, Jimmy. <laughs> Every- and just imagine, folks, Sean Ross Sapp is personally mailing mugs within the U.S. Every time I take a mug to the post office, they look at me like I produced the hand of a fucking alien. They <laughs> well, they're like, "What is this? The UFO footage that they've been hiding?" Fortunately for you, it's not going to happen much longer because we got them in the shop now. So thank God, yeah, that's all I saw you all talking about yesterday was the mugs. 
I'm yeah. sitting here trying to find out about people testing for a deadly virus, and you all are sending mug designs in the chat. Uh, because I was trying to do you a favor and get them off your plate. That's why I was trying to. to what you're gonna have me mail out plates now too? <laughs> Melissa That's would. Clever. She would troll me. Yeah, she might. She yeah, might. you, you brought up a good too. point. We did kind of innovate the cinematic matches. I know Lucha Underground did a little bit, but we were doing that years ago. We were. We were doing that two years ago, over yeah. two years ago. There's still some stuff out there that I don't really want people to see because I tried to capture the championship. It's going to get it eventually. Uh, you know, we have the footage. It's pre-haircut, but eventually we're going to release it. I don't have a producer right now. I mean, I could run it, but I'm just not going to. Okay, this is why I need a producer. Then you I can run whatever the hell I want. What the hell do you need a producer for? I'm doing just fine. What do you think of the news that came out about WWE Creative? And i got to say, this doesn't surprise me. It just didn't surprise me because at this point, really nothing does. But on June 11. WWE posted this statement on social media uh, and at WWE.com. They said, in an effort to streamline our creative writing process for television, we have consolidated both teams from Raw and SmackDown into one group led by Bruce Pritchard. Paul Heyman will concentrate on his role as an in-ring performer. What did you think when you saw that? I would keep Paul Heyman around as a consultant, but ever, WWE always has a scapegoat. That's just always how it is. And I, I loved all the new talent that Heyman was integrating. It was taking a bit too long for my liking to establish them. I don't know if that's on him, on Vince, or whoever. But And I don't know that the Tazawa thing is a Pritchard idea, but as soon as I saw Tazawa in that fucking ninja outfit, I thought, woof. Woof. Yeah, I mean, to me, not having live crowds makes it very difficult. Because yeah. it's hard to gauge who's getting over. It makes it very difficult. I mean, obviously, you can look at a guy like Angel Garza because Angel Garza's got so much ability and presence. You can look at him and you can say, okay, this guy's going to work out. But a lot of guys, without a live crowd there, it's hard to really gauge. And so I don't really think that's anybody's fault. Yeah, I definitely think scapegoat is the right word. I actually posted this on Twitter after this came out. I said, for how many more years will we see the owner of the car crash it, blame the wheels for the crash, replace the wheels, and then crash the car again? Yeah, because that's basically Vince McMahon's M.O. It is a scapegoat thing, you know, and he's done it for years. It doesn't matter if it's a writer, a lead writer, an executive producer, a road agent, whatever. That's what he does. Oh, the numbers aren't looking where they're good. Well, it must be his fault. Instead and, of instead of him taking responsibility and blame. Yes. And I it's mean, been happening for two decades, Sean. This is nothing new. It's yeah, and it was forever. December of 2018 when the whole family came out and said, oh, we're going to listen to the fans. No, you're not. No, you're not. No. You didn't. He it's didn't. not going to change. Just because he pushed back Lynch, that was it. That was that was it. And and he got lucky with that. Yeah. Because they turned her heel and the crowd rejected it. He got lucky on that, Sean. That's the thing. Arguably the two most over people of the last seven, eight years are Daniel Bryan and Becky Lynch at their respective peaks. And those both were birthed out of WWE being too inept or stubborn yes. to push them. Yes. You can't rely on the fact that you mistreating people as often as you may do it results in someone getting over. That's real stupid. Uh, Drew McIntyre was groomed. He did well, and, and he did awesome. Braun Strowman was right there as the guy three years yep. ago, and yep. they, they fumbled it. Look at Roman Reigns. He could be a monster star. Literally, all they had to do was make him heal for a little bit of, like years ago. And he would have already become a top baby face. All it's, he had to do was just like pay for his cameo and just let him have a live mic for a few minutes. And the guy would have gotten over, Sean. Rob Wilkins asks well, how your drink is doing across the pond. Uh, you know what? I haven't heard. I, I was out of town last weekend. I'm actually drinking one right now. This one is the play one right here. The NakedCollective.com. I haven't talked to the guys in a few days because I was out of town. So I have to uh, get caught up with them this week. Anakin sure. JMT says, what are Jimmy's thoughts on the Legend Killer being back? Love how now he takes out legends who can't stop themselves from being done for their own well-being. He's now my ideal person to retire Taker. Not a bad idea. I, I like the character because, so they always say that a really good heel is a heel who believes that what they're doing is right. Yes. That's what they say as a good heel. They're doing sadistic things because they think they're right. That's exactly what Randy Orton's doing. 
Randy Orton takes out Edge. He cheats to win when it's supposed to be a classic wrestling match, punts him in the head, and then he gets down next to him and he says, go home to your kids and tell them Uncle Randy said hi. Yeah. Like he's doing in his mind what he thinks is right, and and I think he's he's doing great right now. But again, how long is Randy Orton going to be motivated, I guess, is the question. But uh, right now he's he's great. I thought the Christian stuff was great. I know some people didn't like the bait and switch of it because they promoted this big match. I didn't really care so much. I didn't either. It's free television. It's not pay-per-view. So I didn't really care, and uh, I think he's doing great in this role. Really good. I do too. Reminder, guys, you can donate a Super Chat. Get your question or statement read on the air, but make sure you subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. At this point, we have two Alex Palowski reviews a week. He did uh, Raw and Backlash this week. We've got The List Goes On, which goes live right after this. My Q&A show, The Backstage Report, and The Weekender Podcast. You get six or seven shows every single week. And even though I won't be on the NXT AEW shows on Wednesday nights anymore, I'm probably going to find a way to enter, to review those or at least give a rundown of those and my thoughts on Select as well. We just keep adding more and more and more to this service, and we have started the wheels in motion to integrate that into Fightful.com. So lots of exciting stuff happened. It's It's been crazy the last couple weeks over there, Jimmy. Yeah, things have been going really well. I want to ask another Vincent Man thing. Uh, so I hope I don't mispronounce his name. Kevin Seifert of ESPN. Is that correct? Seifert? I guess. I don't know. Okay. Personally, okay. I don't know him personally. Well, he did a story about the fall of the XFL. Okay. Uh, and one thing that he noted was that Vince was already working on plans for layoffs, furloughs, and cost cuts prior to WrestleMania 36. Uh, it didn't happen until April 15th. But uh, according to the story, he was looking at doing it before WrestleMania 36. They said it was designed to stabilize the company for an extended period of lower revenues. And to me, this is, again, a very important thing. You know how, going back to that lawsuit that we were talking about, one of the claims that the firefighters, the Oklahoma Firefighters Pension Fund has is that WWE withheld information specifically about the meta contract. Uh, I think it's OSN is the, is the provider. Uh, they claimed that they withheld uh, information that they knew that that deal was going to be uh, scrapped, but that they didn't say anything because they didn't want to hurt the stock. That's the sure. theory. I'm still wondering if there's stuff going on with the rights fees. We don't know. Uh, and, and the reason I'm wondering it is when you hear things like this about they were planning this going back before WrestleMania 36 because they're worried about uh, lower revenues. Most of their money, as we've talked about, is coming from these rights fees. Live events was break even. So live events doesn't mean anything. The Saudi Arabia deal, Vince himself said, we can just tack it on to the end of the contract. So if they miss a show, yeah, yeah you're going to lose your whatever it is, 40 to 70 million for a show. But they can tack it on to the end of the contract. So that's not, that's not anything that they're really yes. losing. The rice fees is the only thing. And so I'm still wondering if, uh, if there's maybe something they're not telling us. And I'm, I'm very interested about the Q2 call next month. To God, see that is, if, that is next month, isn't it? Next month, yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm very interested because that's going to cover this quarter, and there's no way they can hide it. If the numbers are down because fees were withheld, they got to say something. Yeah, this so, would, would you say that this is probably going to be, outside of the announcement of the TV deal or the first reflection of that, the most interesting quarterly call that they've done in probably years? Yeah, I mean, I thought the Q1 call was going to be interesting, even though what they did took place outside the call. But this will reflect the last few months, correct? It and, will. And, it will. And it will, what yeah. they have or haven't been going through and what they what expenses they do or don't have. Yes. Like, I expect that if, if there were no changes to those rights fees, that they're going to report uh, the, the most that they've ever reported in terms of yeah. profit because of all the cost cuts. But if there were any rights fees withheld, then yeah, on the next call, they're going to have to uh, talk about it. But at the same time, look at these idiots that call in. You know what I mean? That's a good point. Like, I can't, be I can't believe the girl Give in the last Give me some color one. on that. Yeah, yeah. Can I get some more color on that? Ugh. Ugh. I hate corporate shit like that, Sean. Well, fortunately, the people that send us super chats are not uh, corporate shills. Stay up and keep it up says... Jimmy should put white tape on those glasses and be the next member of the Dudley Boys. Uh, does that mean you want me to go through a table? Well, Chris Van Vliet, friend of Fightful, has an interview with Spike Dudley this week. I'm very excited about it. Does he? Spike yeah. Dudley, really? Yeah. That's Is when he still I would... a teacher? I don't know. I guess we'll find okay. out in the interview. Courtney okay. Summers uh, says, just a little something for the amazing coverage this week. Love you all. Thank you, Courtney. I appreciate you being here. 
Matthew Sandoval says, will cinematic matches happen happen at every WWE pay-per-view? I can't say that they will, but it sure seems like it based on the, so. the trend of late, Jimmy. I think so. They've done at least one every show so far since uh, since the pandemic started. Yeah, so, so. I, I, I mean, and why not if they can do yep. it? I thought this last one kind of jumped the shark, but whatever. Throwback27, make sure you guys check him out. YouTube.com slash throwback27 says, what does Jimmy think about last Friday's 1K Super Chat train? That was actually Sunday. But he says, as a donator and Fightful Select member, it was well worth it. If it helps someone, let's keep it going. Hey, we appreciate it. I, Absolutely. We do appreciate it. Fightful, you know, it's it's we're four years old now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean knows what kind of investment I put into this site, or at least he has an idea what mm-hmm. kind of investment I put into this site. And now uh, we're bearing fruit. I'm, I'm glad I kind of hitched my wagon to the right guy, Sean. I don't put you over publicly a lot because I don't want your ego to get any bigger than it already is. I'm just but saying I, that was a good investment. I hitched my wagon to, to the right guy, and things are going well, man. Things are good. I can't complain. Yeah, I can't tell you guys how important Super Chats specifically are. YouTube doesn't pay us dick. doesn't pay us much. dick. Maybe no. 85 cents per thousand views. If we're lucky. If we're lucky. This time a year ago, we weren't even really doing Super Chats very much. And then I was like, you know what? I can keep my eye on those, and I can answer those questions live on the air, and I'll leave it to our audience to determine what they want to donate. And you all have been awesome to us, and I can't tell you how important that is. Jimmy knows that a couple years ago when we started Select even, I wanted us to be the free wrestling site and just have everything out there like that. But that's unfortunately not realistic, and it's not realistic – when you have somebody like Jeremy Lambert who works as hard as he he does, you want to give that guy raises sometimes. You want to give Carlos Toro raises sometimes. Web the the web ads and just relying on Google and YouTube isn't always the best option. As you guys have seen, they've screwed us a couple times. Um, you would not believe the pushback I got on Select from Sean Ross. Oh yeah, I didn't want to do it. I did not want to do it, back. and I'm glad and, and that Sean, we did. Sean will tell you. Like Sean will tell you. I'm I'm the kind of boss that I you know I'm not a tyrant, Sean. No, I, I not typically at all. let Sean do what he wants. That was the one time when I had to say, "We're doing it." Yeah, I did it. not want to do it at all. I didn't want to do it at all, and I mean, like you said, you you didn't have a problem when we did a, a live NBA draft watch along on here. Like people yeah. people came and hung out, but I didn't want to do that, and I'm very glad that I did because that is a major major reason why we are. I mean, we had people in WWE and AEW and every company in the world that subscribe to that and it's it's pretty awesome pass it to dj says buy a sour graps shirt alex is amazing alex is amazing alex is also a big reason why fightful selects does does so well like him doing his shows every week he he has done incredible uh courtney says srs was a thrifty investment (laughs) well i'll say this not the first few years i wasn't (laughs) <laughs> not the first nice. few years. This year, this year, Jimmy doesn't have to expense a Vegas trip, maybe not a Chicago trip, maybe not a Toronto trip. My God, I'm the human printing press right now. Anakin JMT says, did WWE take positive feedback from Boneyard and Funhouse matches and overdo it on the one cent? Seems like they've been trying to recapture that magic, but none have been as good. I agree none have been as been as good, Jimmy, and I do think that they took the positive reception and just tried to do it a little too too much. If they were good, that's one thing, but now they're just not as good. Yeah, I mean, it was also a new a new uh, idea then. I, at least to WWE, it was a new idea. Now it's not. But, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I think there have been several wrestlers that have said the Boneyard match should have been the Undertaker Swan song. Yeah. And I agree. You know, the guy's looking for that right moment to go out, and I think that that would have been the one. It might you know? might be. The the fifth episode of Last Ride drops on Sunday. We do not have an advanced look at this one yet, so I don't know what he's going to say there. Right. I don't know what he's going to do. Well, I'm going to go to Stupid People here for a minute, uh, and I want to say after this, if you go to FIFOSelect.com, we're going to do the list goes on. We're going to talk about the usage of the WWE world titles right now. We're going to talk about Akira Tozawa, which we already know Sean loves. We're going to talk about yeah. Dominic Mysterio. We're going to talk about Impact Wrestling. We're going to talk about Iron Mike Tyson. We're going to talk about Chris Statlander. Uh, all of that stuff on the list goes on uh, on Five Select after this. Sean, once again, this is the not just coronavirus edition. Oh, boy. Because, 
because there's too much stupid shit that happens aside from COVID-19, although there's a lot of stupid shit there, too. Sure. Uh, number one, two, and three this week could be Bisman Man and WWE. But uh, yeah. no, let's start with this first one reported by the Associated Press on June 12th. So there's a man in Cambodia, and he is in hot water because of his choice of lawn decoration. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do you have any idea what this gentleman chose? A as giant a decoration? penis inflatable. Uh, live landmines. <laughs> this is why I love doing this segment, because of Sean Ross Sapp's reactions. That's why I like it. He, uh, he had them hanging from trees and scattered around his yard. Live landmines. He, uh, he said he's a junk collector, and he gathered them for rice fields and forests near his home. And put him around his yard. Now, there's good news for this gentleman. Because he is a poor villager, it is unlikely that he will be prosecuted. Because I guess they uh, they uh, go easy on people like him. And so authorities did confiscate the live mines. But apparently he's not going to be prosecuted. Hopefully not via trial and error. Yeah, 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 hopefully not. Like, Have you seen, uh, was it Bad Boys 2? When they like are going to the embassy, or was it Bad Boys Three, where they're going to the embassy and there's live lines are way too long. Man, I love the idea of the Bad Boys movies a lot more than I actually like the Bad Boys movies. Three was actually pretty good. It was it was better than two. Two took forever. One had Tay Leone in it, which I just root for her to die in every movie she's in. I felt the same way. (laughs) Man, her in Jurassic Park too. I was like, man, can a can a dinosaur come along and eat her already? I don't remember her being in that. Oh, I don't remember it. So bad. It was one of them, one of the Jurassic Parks. This next one's reported by CNN on June 11. Have you ever seen Broke Down Palace? No. Yeah, are you familiar with the concept? No. So it has, I think, Kate Beckinsale and Claire Danes. Uh, and basically, it's about two girls. They go to Thailand. They're used as a drug mule. They don't know it. Uh, and are you familiar with Thailand and how uh, the judicial system is there, Sean? No, not really. So depending on the crime, they will get you with dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of years in prison. Uh, And in the case of Broke Down Palace, one of the girls signed the letter that was not in English. She didn't know she was signing. Yeah. And she got something like 100 years in prison. Oh, God. For for doing that. So I'm telling you that, you know, before I get to this story, is kind of the setup for it. Yeah. So – I just told you Thailand's notorious for this stuff. There were two men in Thailand that found that out because they were advertising a fake promotion for their seafood restaurant. They were advertising on Facebook a buffet for 88 Thai dollars, which is about $3 American, all right, for, for a seafood buffet. They had almost 400 customers buy this promo, but then the restaurant didn't follow through on the promotion. Well, the authorities found out about it. Uh, these two men were arrested. They were sentenced to multiple counts. What's their sentence, Sean? 300 years. 723 years each. I tried to overshoot it. <laughs> 1,446 years combined, these guys got, for doing a just a phony Facebook promotion. There's good news, Sean Ross app. You know it's what the it's probation. <laughs> yeah. It's 700 years of probation. So apparently, because they confessed, they confessed and conceded that they did this fraudulent Facebook promotion, they had their sentence reduced to 20 years each. 20 years for a a Facebook ad, Sean. Something's got to be done about that. That is insane. Thailand's known for doing stuff like that. That's just what they're they're, they're known for, it, man. Thailand's one of these, these places... I don't ever – actually, I'm going to tell you a story, Sean. I'm going to tell you a story. So you know some of the people in my company. Yeah. Right? Uh, there was a show in Bangkok like two years ago, mm-hmm. and some of my people went to this conference in Bangkok, right? Did somebody and, lose their finger and a, a monkey ran off with it? Uh, no, but what happened Mike was – Mike Tyson showed my, up at a wedding and – Cute. No, one of my guys went to an ATM with, with some of his clients, and none of them are Thai, right? Yeah. They go to an ATM. They got into a cab. Next thing they know, the cab's getting pulled over by cops. Oh, no. And my guy's in the car thinking, oh, shit, if I do anything wrong, I'm in prison for 20 years. Yeah. If I do anything wrong. Turned out the cops wanted a handout. They saw him at the ATM. They wanted a handout. Did they give him one? Yes, they did. How much? I don't know. I didn't ask how much, but he did. He gave them both cash, and they let him go. That is 
fucked up. And he knew. Good. Maybe he saw Broke Down Palace. He knew. If I piss these guys off, they're going to have me behind bars making me want to sign something I can't read. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, you don't mess with Unbelievable. Yep. This last one was reported by News 4 Jackson of Jacksonville, Florida on June 15. And this is indicative of the current climate, Sean. This one. So get this one. So there's a 40-year-old woman out of Jacksonville. Her name is Erica Crisp. Okay? Yeah. After after adhering to COVID-19 guidelines for months, this woman stayed indoors. She practiced social distancing, the whole thing. Florida starts reopening, as we know. And she decided to go with 15 of her friends to a local pub. With 15 of her friends. Not wearing masks, not social distancing. What happened next, Sean? She got a positive test. They all tested positive, oh, and there is an added wrinkle to this story. You want to know that added wrinkle? What's that? Miss Erica Crisp is a healthcare worker for the Mayo Clinic mm. in Jacksonville, Florida. Can you believe that? She's a healthcare <sighs> worker. She went with 15 friends to a pub. They all tested positive. All of them. I see everything opening, and people are inviting me out, and I'm like, listen, I like you guys, but crazy uh, last last thing i want to talk about on my list today so well, well let's get down. the let's get these super chats first okay sure, brother sure. hero says appreciate fightful for my self-care therapy hey we appreciate you for being here uh, i don't know where i'd be if i didn't get to talk to you guys about wrestling throwback 27 said senpai lord of dong has given the best things for the community helping me out with others helping fightful is well worth it hey we appreciate awesome. you uh definitely guys check out his show every tuesday he's he's Learning on the job, so to speak, there. So any positive feedback and uh, constructive criticism helps him out. Pass it to DJ says, I never thought I would cheer for a dong lord, but SRS is so cool I have no choice. Long live the dong lord. Can I expense that super chat that I definitely didn't send, Jimmy? When are we getting dong lord shirts printed out? Do you have any more you want to read? Any more super chats? Yeah, I do. Throwback 27 says... What does Jimmy think of the wicked pissa of Jeff Hardy giving a face full of pissa to Seamus? Uh, wish I wish think... hard through some dunks at him. I don't know what that means, but what do you think about the piss in the face? I think it is Bruce, Bruce Pritchard knowing what Vincent Man will like. And the problem with Bruce Pritchard being in charge of the whole thing, aside from the fact that he's going to get burned out, because now he's got to do five hours of TV and pay-per-views, he's going to get burned out. But the problem is Bruce Pritchard knows of Vincent Man likes, uh, and he's going to book things or greenlight things, not necessarily because they're good. He's going to book things or greenlight things because he knows Vince is going to like them, and he's going to try to just preserve his own job. And that's that's reality. That's a fact. Yep, I agree. So hit us with your last topic. Well, I want to say SmackDown this week. There's two things that are of interest. One is very of interest to us at Fightful.com, Sean. Matt Riddle's debuting on the SmackDown brand this week. I'm going to have some news on Select about that. Got his notoriety working for Fightful.com. No, he didn't, but yeah. I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I so mean, good for... let, let's be honest. We got Deanna Perrazzo, Shane Helms, Matt Riddle, all WWE jobs. Frank Trigg became a referee in Frank the UFC. Frank Trigg became a UFC referee. Elias, Elias Theodore like, cracked the top 15 because yeah, of us. Yeah. And Vin- when we when we stopped doing the podcast, UFC released him. There you go. Vince Russo got back in the good graces of Impact Wrestling <laughs> via us, even though it was like three, four years separated. Who cares about that? Who cares? Uh-huh, Chris uh-huh. Harrington is doing the damn payroll for AEW off of the back of the two articles that he wrote for us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Well, Let's, good for Matt Riddle. Hey, good for him. We know talent when we see it. There you go. And the other thing that I want to get your thoughts on, so they're advertising for SmackDown this week, the return of the Firefly Funhouse. My question is, who gives a shit? <laughs> Do you who, give a shit at, this, at point? this point? Seriously? No, I don't. I, I don't. I really don't. Like, to me, the fiend Bray Wyatt died in Saudi Arabia when Bill Goldberg beat him in two minutes. Died. Mm-hmm. And then they had him go into uh, Money in the Bank, and I realized, you know what WWE's mentality is going to be about Money in the Bank? Oh, but The Fiend didn't lose to Braun Strowman. Bray Wyatt did. That's that, going to be Vince McMahon's mentality. And that's what should have happened in Saudi Arabia. Bray Wyatt should have lost to Goldberg in his sweater. Right. That's right. what should have happened. 
And so I, I think Bray Wyatt's dead in the water. I couldn't care less that he's going to be doing the Firefly Funhouse. And there's nothing I don't think that he can do that's going to make him get back to that level unless he goes out there and squashes Braun Strowman in two minutes to win the title. And Otherwise, even, And even then it's like, ugh, ugh. Yeah. Like, why take it off of him to begin with? They have fucked up his booking so bad True. since everything after the Finn Balor match. Everything. How, after many, how many guys can you think of whose peak was their debut? Fandango. Because his, maybe Fandango. Because you're Jericho. right. The Fiend's peak was his SummerSlam yeah. debut against Finn Balor. You're absolutely right. Let's wrap up these super chats. Michelle Haskins says, greetings and good afternoon. Thanks and keep up the good work. We appreciate you, Michelle. Pass it to DJ says, I would buy a Dong Lord shirt. My fiance would freak out. You know what? I want to commission it, Jimmy. I want to get it done. I think it'd be cool, like the old Roots of Fight style thing. Dong Lord up there. Yeah. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. I need to see a commitment of 10 purchases. So if you get me a commitment of 10, I'll get the shirt done. I could create a PNG on my own. And no, just... I want to see either a screenshot of okay. like a, a YouTube chat or a YouTube comment or a Twitter. I want to see a confirmation of 10 purchases, and then I'll okay. get you your shirt. 10 people tweet at JimmyVan74 on Twitter and say, I would buy a Dong Lord shirt. There you go. Annika JMT wraps up our Super Chats and says, On the bright side, Jimmy, when Bruce does get burned out, Think of all we'll learn on his podcast. Yeah, I, I don't even listen to his show anymore because it's too not informative anymore. And, that, and, and that's I not a shot at him. No, and I, I can't believe this man uh, let him continue doing the podcast. Vince is so out to launch it. It's 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 almost it's almost sad. You know, well, we we already have two confirmations on the shirt. Guys, leave a oh. thumbs up, subscribe. The list goes on fightfulselect.com. There's a third one. There's a fourth one. There's a fifth one. <laughs> Damn! Okay. If we do the shirt and we get two sales, shame on you people. Ah, one say. of them will be me. Okay. We're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.